friends, what a joy to be with you here this morning to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. As we watch the sunrise this morning, we are reminded of the resurrection, which was like the dawning of day after a gloomy night of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. You know, just a couple of days ago, we as the Redeemer Church of Dubai celebrated the Good Friday. We remembered the brutal death of Jesus on the cross. And it was on the cross that he died like the fate of the worst criminal ever. But friends, thank God that the story didn't end there. God, in his most amazing display of power, raised Jesus from the dead and proclaimed him as Lord and Christ of the world. You know, we are really privileged as we think about the resurrection. We have so many great teachers to teach us about the resurrection. So many great sermons which are given to us in the Bible itself. We can place ourselves under the feet of great apostles like Paul and Peter, who were some of the first eyewitnesses of the resurrected Lord, as they teach us about the resurrection of Jesus. So today, let's read from one of Paul's sermons on the resurrection, from Acts chapter 13, verses 32 to 39. Paul says, We tell you the good news. What God promised our fathers, He fulfilled for us, their children, by raising up Jesus. As it is written in the second psalm, You are my son. Today I have become your father. The fact that God raised Him from the dead, never to decay, is stated in these words. I will give you the holy and sure blessings promised to David. So it is stated elsewhere, you will not let your Holy One see decay. For when David had served God's purpose in his own generation, he fell asleep. He was buried with his fathers and his body decayed. But the one whom God raised from the dead did not see decay. Therefore, my brothers, I want you to know that through Jesus, the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. Through him, Everyone who believes is justified from everything you could not be justified from by the law of Moses. You know, this last week, as I meditated on the resurrection of Jesus, I was really convicted by the fact that oftentimes I take the resurrection of Jesus for granted. So when I think about the resurrection or when I hear people talk to me about the resurrection, I am not amazed by how awesome this event was, that God raised Jesus from the dead. So many times I confess that when I explain the gospel to people or when I pray, I easily neglect to mention the resurrection of Jesus. Friends, imagine what would it have been like if the resurrection of Jesus never took place? What would it have been like if the eternal Son of God came into this world, humbled himself, was humiliated, 
and was led to the cross and then died a bloody death. And that was it. And that was the end of the story. What would it have been like? It would have been a failure. And Christ, Jesus, would have been prove, proven to be a false Messiah. That he wouldn't have been the true Messiah if it wasn't for the resurrection. You see, as important as the death of Jesus on the cross is, we should remember that there is nothing extraordinary about the fact that a religious man who claimed to be the eternal son of God, who claimed to be the Messiah, would be crucified on the cross 2,000 years ago in the Roman Empire. Many people were crucified on the cross. But what was extraordinary about Jesus' case was that on the third day, he rose again. It was the resurrection that set Jesus apart as Christ and Lord. It was God showing the world through the resurrection of Jesus that he was the true Messiah. The resurrection is extraordinary and it was quite an unbelievable event. I wonder what it must have been like for the disciples who followed Jesus. They had left everything to follow him. They had given up their families, they had given up their homes, they had given up great careers. They had even risked their lives to follow this king. And where did it lead them? It took them to the cross where they saw their Messiah, the one who claimed to be the eternal son of God, pinned on the cross, helpless. Jesus had promised them that he would be raised to life on the third day, but they didn't believe it. They quit. Friends, the resurrection was quite an unbelievable event. Even after the resurrection, people struggled to believe that Jesus had actually risen from the dead. So some of the first people who learned about the resurrection were some faithful women who ran to the tomb on the third day to see if Jesus was there. And to their amazement, they saw that the stone was rolled away and the grave was empty and the angels announced to them that Christ was risen. It was amazing, but it was still unbelievable. Jesus had to present himself in a special way to his disciples so that they would believe that he was indeed risen. So on one occasion, he appeared in a room where the apostles and many others had gathered and Jesus had to show his wound to the apostle Thomas. And only when apostle Thomas put his hand and felt the wound of Jesus, did he believe that this was the risen Lord and he fell down and worshiped. Friends, we should never take the resurrection of Jesus for granted. It was an extraordinary event. It was what set Jesus apart from every other man and from every other Messiah. And it is what God used to prove that Jesus was indeed the Son of God, that Jesus was indeed the true Messiah. However, when Jesus was here in this world, the people missed seeing this Messiah. Even though there were promises that the Messiah would come and save them, what the people were looking forward to was a different sort of Messiah. They wanted a Messiah who was going to come, them, come and give them political freedom, who was going to end Roman oppression in their lands. They wanted a kind of Messiah who was going to be like King David. Jesus looked weak 
compared to King David in this world. King David was the greatest king of Israel. He had led the nation of Israel into many victories and conquered many nations. Jesus, on the other hand, suffered and died. But friends, let's not forget that David, when he died, he was buried and that was it. That was the end of his rule. That was the end of his reign. Jesus, when he died, did not see decay. And on the third day, he rose again. And now he sits in, in heaven at the right hand of God, far above all rule and power and authority and dominion. And God has bestowed on him all power and authority. And his kingdom will never end. And he will reign forever as the righteous king, as the Lord. Friends, it was the resurrection that God used to prove to the world that Jesus was indeed the Lord. Jesus was indeed God himself. There were many promises that God had made, which were for David, but was fulfilled in Christ. And it was only Christ who had conquered the grave. And in that, we see how he is the Messiah, because ultimately, Jesus was the only one who had mastery over the grave. You see, in the resurrection, Jesus had the final triumph over the last enemy. On the cross, like Dave had taught us a couple of days ago, Jesus ended the power of sin in his body. But it was in the resurrection that he had triumphed over the last enemy itself, which was death. And no other man had ever done that and could ever do that. There was only death remaining and Jesus conquered that by raising up himself to life. Jesus' crucifixion and his resurrection today, my friends, have destroyed the power of sin and have destroyed the power of death once and for all. And that's why the resurrection is such an amazing event. Paul himself understood this. Paul knew that it was because the resurrection was such an extraordinary event that he can preach forgiveness of sins to the people because it was the resurrection that showed that the death of Jesus satisfied the righteous anger of God. He was the perfect sacrifice. Christ had made atonement by his death. And when God raised him to life, it showed that now he can offer forgiveness of sins to anybody who would turn from their sins and put their faith and trust in Jesus. But Paul knows that it wasn't just forgiveness of sins that Christ has won on the cross. He knew that by his resurrection, Christ also fulfilled all the righteous requirements of God for us that we could never fulfill. And he was obedient perfectly to God. And he achieved a kind of righteousness that we will never be able to achieve. And now, because he is risen, he can give that to us freely and fully. Friends, as we think about the resurrection this morning, I want us to remember some of the things that God had purchased for us by the resurrection of Jesus. It was because Christ was risen that today we are united with him by faith and we don't have to work for his acceptance. 
It was because Jesus is risen that we have the Holy Spirit dwelling in us, conforming us to the image of the Son. It was because Christ was risen that we can now approach the throne of God boldly and bring our prayers and petitions before Him and know that He will hear us. It was because Christ was risen. He is our faithful high priest, interceding for us on our behalf daily before the Father from where we can find mercy every day in our lives. It is because Christ has been risen that Satan was defeated and can no longer bring any accusations against us before the Father. It was because Christ was risen that we can have a relationship with him and be known by him. It was because Christ was risen that God was shown to be faithful and today we can have the confidence that he will fulfill all his promises to us also. It was because Christ was risen that he promises to wipe every tear from every eye of his people. And there will be a time when there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for his people. It was because Christ was risen that when he comes back, we will have new resurrection bodies, resurrected bodies, just like him. It was because Christ was risen that today we can preach the gospel to spiritually dead people and know that they can come to know Jesus too. And finally, it is because Christ is risen that we can call on him as our Lord and Savior and find our hope and joy in him in this age and in the age to come. Friends, you see why Paul says that this is the good news? It is because of the resurrection. If it wasn't for the resurrection, death would have won and we would have no hope in this world. Friends, but remember that this is news and like every news, it demands a response from us. If you are here and if you are not a Christian, we love that you are here and you are celebrating the resurrection of our Lord with us here this morning. But I want to tell you that this news of the resurrection is the best news that you will ever hear in your life. It is because of his resurrection that he can give us salvation and forgiveness of sins and eternal life and all those other things that I mentioned. If you only turn from your sin and put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone. And all those can be yours today. Friend, if you are a Christian, I want to encourage you to rejoice in the resurrection. Never forget the fact that Christ was risen from the dead. Let's not wait till it's next Easter, but let's celebrate the fact that Christ is risen every single day of our lives. Let's preach this message that Christ is risen every day and let's live our lives in light of the fact that Christ is risen. Amen.